1103 on this Monday. And of course, Artemis kind of washed out, but also mechanically washed out as well as the weather that uh, dropped so much of the rain our way ended up making its way up to the cave. There are some mechanical challenges. They're going to try again on Friday. And a lot of listeners that uh, told me, hey, we're, we're heading up there. Feel bad for a lot of folks. As at about 100,000 assembled, paying uh, 10 bucks to get in there. And then also an approximate 100,000 that were expected around the Cape. And, uh, well, it's tough. <laughs> Obviously, the mission, the safety of the mission is is paramount, but uh, you know, tough when you got all that going on, all the buildup, and then have the postponement for Artemis. Of course, we got so much that is moving right now. Uh, we have long talked about South Florida being the epicenter of what matters politically. I've long talked about South Florida one day saving this country from itself, and I think we continue to see that transformation playing out and one of the districts that for years has been among the most closely watched has been florida's 27th and of course we ended up having congresswoman maria alvira salazar win that seat flip that seat and now you have democrat annette Tadeo who's trying to flip it back joining us congresswoman maria alvira salazar how are you today hey wonderful wonderful to be talking to you at the beginning of the week so uh, you're you're squared off against Tadeo. Your thoughts about this matchup? Well, I think I I feel pretty bad for her because uh, Tadeo. It, everyone knows that she is in the business of finding a job in politics, not the business of public service. But besides that, the most the biggest problem that my opponent has is that she has to defend the undefendable. The Biden record. What do you mean by that? The unaffordability. I don't have to tell you. Let's don't call it inflation. Let's call it unaffordability. One out of four Americans that goes to the supermarket cannot finish the grocery list. One out of two Americans that goes to the gas pump cannot fill up the tank because they don't have enough money. Our, our energy industry is in shambles because the Biden administration decided to rely on Venezuelan oil and someone else's oil, but ours. And uh, defend the police, the 5 million undocumented that have arrived in this country in the last 18 months, 5 million undocumented through the southern border. I mean, should I continue? Right. Other than that, it's, other than that, it's awesome, right? <laughs> well, it's... you know, it's like, how could, they, how could they have turned this around so quickly in such a short period Boy, of time? It, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the My truth? opponent needs, yeah, of course, of course, she needs to defend that, and that's undefensible. But personally, I feel very bad for her because she is Colombian American. We love the Colombians. Colombians are the second largest group in South Florida after the Cubans. And on, and you know, now what I'm going to say is very embarrassing. The most recognized Colombian American leaders in this community are with me because they feel betrayed by my opponent. I mean, if your own people are not with you, then I, uh, you know, it's, that's all I can say. May the Lord help her. 
Well, speaking of going against the grain, perhaps, uh, your district is, after redistricting, still the only district that has a Democrat majority by way of voter registration that a Republican is currently representing. So uh, you, you're still going to have to win over you know, majority of, of people who might not otherwise politically identify with your party. You have Tadeo, who's out there among uh, a lot of Democrats nationally running on the abortion issue, saying, you know, Republicans are anti-choice and all this. What do you make of, of you know, that realization in your district and also the, uh, the, the way that she's going to run that campaign, saying that she's the choice candidate? Uh, Brian, that the, the dist- after redistricting the, the district number 27, it has uh, 5,000 more Republicans than Democrats, but oh, it doesn't it matter. Okay. It doesn't, yeah, but that's redistricting. That happened a few months ago, but you know, still the independents and the Republicans and the, I serve everyone because I believe that at this hour with what's happening in this country, you cannot be talking politics. You have to be talking what is good for the American people. What's good for District 27, that's why I'm one of the most bipartisan members, because I do know that we have climate change issues, so I vote with to preserve the climate change, I mean, and the environment. I and, but, but, you know, I cannot be, I cannot be uh, fair if I don't say that 87,000 new IRS agents, with some of them armed, created by the Biden administration, is despicable that they're more concerned with uh, uh, electric cars and solar panels and, then, and, and with, and, you know, than trying to get some taxes out of your pocket, than thinking about how we are going to pay for less gas prices or going to the supermarket and finding a good price for the eggs. That's, ba- that's bottom line. So any other topic at this hour, it's, it's, un- it's, it's irrelevant. People need to make ends meet. And not only that, if you are a small business owner, how are you going to find people to come to work for you and with you? Well, you know, there's a lot of money out in the streets that people don't want to come come back to work. So I don't know what to tell you. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing what's happening. And, you know, we would love to have a Democratic Party that we could negotiate with, that we can sit down with, that we could create some bipartisanship. You know, it's impossible. After 18 months in the United States Congress, and you know, I'm not a politician. I was a journalist and I loved it. But I'm telling you, I mean, we got to fight to keep this country the way it was. You see, you don't perceive the, the abortion issue in particular to be a headwind? Listen, I believe that the, uh, the, the Supreme Court of the United States spoke, and that is sacred, just like the Constitution is sacred. If they determine to bring it to send uh, to send the abortion rights back to the states, so be it. I believe that we have the best system, best electoral system, and best judicial system in the world because of those nine judges. Don't mess with it. Period. Do you think Florida's uh, current policy pertaining to it is is a good balance? The fifteen week law that was passed and and went into force July first. I repeat. I, I, I'm pro-life. I believe that we need to preserve everyone's, we need to preserve that, that life's right to live. But I also believe that there is a God and, uh, and that if the, uh, whomever wants to make the decision is up to them and God. 
but they have to abide by the laws. And the law of the land right now is that it's in the hands of the state. And each state needs to make that decision. What do you make of the political transformation of South Florida in particular in recent years and how we see Hispanics nationally that seem to be gravitating more towards conservative values? Because we are not stupid and we are not socialists. And unfortunately, the neo-Marxist Marxism has penetrated the Democratic Party. Marxism that has nothing to do with being liberal, which I respect those Democrats who were liberal or progressive of any of those names that they want to that they want to come up with. We're talking about neo-Marxism and it's evident for us and that's why the Hispanics, which we are the largest minority in the country, 23% of the population, we have woken up to the fact that whatever this democratic party that I repeat to you, it's unrecognizable is trying to peddle and change this country into is something that doesn't go with the values that are entrenched in the Hispanic community. And and now they're discovering that they are also entrenched in the Republican party, God fearing, law abiding, low taxes, small government, leave me alone and do not talk to my kids about anything that has to do with sexual connotations when they are in kindergarten. Don't do that. That's up to me and the family. Thoughts about the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid and the federal proceedings as they currently stand? I think that they should, uh, they, it's, they should uh, justify why the FBI did that with some heavy documentation that, that gave the FBI a real reason why to invade and raid a, a president, ex-president's home. I believe that there was no need to do that, that that's why you have the courts and administrative procedures. There was uh, another president from another candidate on the Democratic side who also allegedly had some classified information. And I do not believe that the FBI ever went into her house to look for anything, because that's not the way we conduct conduct business in this country. I think that you raid someone's house when they have drugs or they have kidnapped someone or they have illegal arms or something violent but not papers congresswoman maria alvira salazar good talking with you and uh, wonderful thank you yeah invite me next time i love talking to you you're one of the intelligent ones on the air (laughs) i appreciate that uh and uh, of course congresswoman uh, representing florida's 27th and uh facing off against congress or uh Facing off against former uh, state legislator Annette Tadeo. And of course, uh, Tadeo was originally a gubernatorial candidate and uh, ended up uh, dropping out of that race when things weren't going so well. Ended up winning the uh, the Democrats' primary and uh, setting up this race. And speaking of the state legislature, we're going to have Natalie in the trending story. And then we're going to turn our attention to our state with Representative Tom Fabrico next, right here on the Brian Mud Show, News Radio 610. WIOD. From smartphones.